everyone, and welcome to episode nine of Those Magic Sparks podcast, a show about anything and everything related to Walt Disney World. On today's show, we discuss our favorite Walt Disney World smells, as well as our upcoming Disney World vacation, including what new things we'll be trying. We've got big plans and nostalgic sniffs to talk about here on Those Magic Sparks. to those Magic Sparks podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Peg Zisman, and I am joined here by my wife and co-host, Rachel Zisman. Hello. So, Rach, we are at long last within striking distance of our own Disney World vacation. Ah, so excited! I know! And so I thought we could use today's show as a chance to talk about some of the things that we are looking forward to for our trip. Okay, everything. Done. (laughs) All of it. End of episode. (laughs) Bye. <laughs> it was fun. No, first, though, I actually wanted to talk about this new phenomenon I happened across a couple of weeks ago at a Cubs-Brewers baseball game. Apparently, this has been around for a while, and I only know this because I was sad the other day and was like, you know what, I'm going to go on YouTube and look up videos of this, and I found some from, like, 2014. So this has been around, but had you previously heard of the Simba Cam? <laughs> No, and you and your mom came home to tell me about it, <laughs> and my imagination was running wild with ideas where I'm lifting you up into the air or I'm I holding a hot dog context. up. For, for listeners, I think we need to explain. So if you've ever been to a sporting event where they had the extremely heteronormative kiss cam. And just overall gross kiss cam. Yeah. (laughs) They've started branching off into other forms of fan cams. You know, one of the first ones was the, like, dancing fan cam. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, I was at this Cubs Brewers game with my mom, and all of a sudden they start playing the beginning to Circle of Life from Lion King, and they show the scene of Rafiki taking baby Simba up to Pride Rock and, like, holding him up to all the animals' to bow down to and sing to or whatever they were doing. Yeah. And uh, I was so excited because the fans just started holding up their babies or their 10-year-olds <laughs> or their teenagers. And it was so good. And someone held up their nachos. I know. I was, I was saying, I'm holding up a hot dog in my mind. <laughs> It was my favorite part of that baseball game. And now we spend hours practicing with our dog, holding him up into I the air. I know, because, because <laughs> on YouTube I realized some people have these, like, dog nights. And I was like, well, this is my chance. This is the perfect I, moment. I, I practiced my form to make sure I had it right to support yeah. Cubby when I, when I hold Front him. And back. Yeah. yeah, to make sure that we could get on the Simba cam with our delightful little guy. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I want to try it with you. I want to hold you up into the air. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> who's this adult woman? Who's but I I think I think the the real thing here is that moving forward on my new bucket list is to somehow be on this Simba cam at some yeah. point in the future. Like I love sports, but forget sports. I want the Simba cam. Right. 
Well, we all know the important part of baseball is the audience participation. The sport isn't very fun to watch. This is why, <laughs> like, minor league baseball games are so much fun. Or we yeah. have, a, like, a local collegiate summer league team yes. that plays. And it is so much fun. One time I was at one of those games and I caught cherry maple flavored beef jerky. And it was the highlight of my summer. <laughs> what more That's could amazing. you want? I know. <laughs> Cheese curds. And beef jerky. Also, okay, so the, another thing I needed to mention before we really get into this episode yeah. is, <laughs> you know, speaking of cute using babies and their cuteness for adult amusement, Disney now has a special event that it runs daily at the, it's called the Incredible Tomorrowland Expo in Magic Kingdom this summer. And this, this event that they have every day is called the Super Baby Races, and it is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Go on. You, They have, like, this inflatable tarp stage thing where people put their infants, and, the, and then they have a parent or a guardian or a family member or whatever on one side and another one of those on another side, uh-huh. and then they race. <laughs> <laughs> That's super fun. I, can we watch this, please? Yeah, of course. They do it every day. <laughs> they do it every day. I need to find what time it happens. At. I know. I need to I, see this. I want to go be a part of that. Yes. It sounds like the sort of thing I would just be all about. Anyway, I want to move on to the first topic of today's episode, which is a topic I'm so excited about because I've been wishing for this for absolutely months. Maybe I could even say over a year. The first topic is the Disney After Hours event. Disney After Hours is a hard ticket event. Usually the tickets cost somewhere around $120. Essentially what it is, is it allows you three hours at Magic Kingdom after park close with very limited admission. So there's usually only somewhere around, they say, about 3,000 people in the park total. Which sounds like a lot of people, but apparently it's not a lot of people at all. It's really not. And so you have three hours to basically walk on to all of the attractions you want. And it's kind of, I don't know, I would think a Disney fan's dream come true. Yeah. Maybe other than the price. Yeah, I actually didn't know how much it costs until we were talking about it just now. But, I mean, I think it seems worth it for... I don't know. You know what we're going to get out of it. Well, okay. So you just jumped ahead to the spoiler, oh, but sorry. only because I'm terrible at keeping secrets. So you already know this. <laughs> um, this has historically been an event that was really only held during slow seasons at Disney World, and so again, as we've said before, being educators, we never really had an opportunity to go to Disney World during non-peak times because we have to work when yeah. students are here going to school. And so I had always wished and hoped that Disney After Hours would come to summer, but it had not until, yeah. <gasps> until. About, a, about a month ago when they announced it, that it was actually coming to summer. And I had big plans to make this a surprise. I was going to buy tickets for you and maybe not even tell you until <gasps> we got to our trip. And then I blew the secret in about five hours because I can't keep secrets. <laughs> it's too of exciting. That, of I that know. nature. Yeah, I can't keep Disney secrets. So I immediately told you because I am so excited. I am really excited too. I have probably gone to Disney 25 times in my yeah. life. And 
even growing with my family growing up, we always went during peak season, spring break, winter mm-hmm. break. As adults, uh, spring break and summer break have really been the only times we've gone. Yeah. So I have only ever known Disney to be extremely crowded. And I found ways to have, obviously, an amazing time because I love it. Yeah. I am so excited I to too. finally get to walk on to things that I consider my favorite attractions. Yeah. I have big plans to go on Buzz Lightyear multiple times and... Also, I took the liberty of watching YouTube tutorials on to figure out where the highest scoring That's targets cheating. are because I want to be a space <laughs> ranger. That's cheating. I am so excited, though. I think we, of course, always go during really heavy, heavily traveled times, and I'm really excited to be able to use that time to go on the rides or tr- attractions that have the longest lines. You know, four or five times each because I'm, you know, we never get to do that. So I am just so excited. I know. I want to do Buzz Lightyear legit four times. Yes. I want to do Space Mountain back to back. That's always been like a daydream. Yes. Obviously, we have to do Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Pirates. Pirates will be open. So will Splash Mountain. Ah! I know. You get a freebie on there. Absolutely. I'm so excited. They also, I think I saw they have Tiki Room open. Or maybe not. They definitely have Philhar Magic open. I love Philhar Magic. Let's make sure we squeeze in a tiki room. (laughs) Let's make sure we spend a good half hour of our three hours of walk-on on an attraction that's always a (laughs) walk-on. That's literally always empty. I don't want to hate on Tiki Room. No, I do love Tiki Room. Poor use of a $120 hard ticket event. We will use it to go on Pirates. Absolutely. Because that has a really intense line usually. Space Mountain. Yeah, we're just going to go on all the long, long line rides. I have to say, by the way, Pirates is usually a manageable line. Yeah. Except I will never forget when you and I went during spring break of 2016. Yeah. And it was, it said 60 minute wait. I think our actual wait time was 80 minutes. I was say, it's probably closer to 90. Used yeah. That entire front open area and like had switchback uh, queue going i'd never and it even was known like that, that could be a people queue. deep it was it was <laughs> it wasn't just one line back and forth it was like the an entire family uh, standing together well guess what we are not going to have to do that yay! yay high five that's right speaking of our upcoming family vacation i wanted to use a good chunk of this episode to just preview for ourselves and for maybe some of our listeners who really like hearing about other people's Disney trips, what we are looking forward to on our impending vacation. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the new things that we are trying that you are really looking forward to? We've got a couple that I'm really excited for. I think last last time that we went, we had really wanted to go on Country Bear Jamboree because that's one of your dad's favorites. And we no, didn't find time to do it. My parents tell me that we did Country Bear Jamboree growing up. I have no memory of it at all. You blocked it out. Well, then it'll be a new experience (laughs) for both of us. Um, Also, the dinosaur attraction in Animal Kingdom was down. We had Fast Passes last, the last time we went, and it was down for the entire day that we were at Magic Kingdom, or at Animal Kingdom, and so we missed it. My struggle with dinosaur has been 20 years in the making because I happen to be part of the very lucky few who was Mm -hmm. staying at the Contemporary Resort in the spring of 1998 and was invited 
to attend the soft opening for Animal Kingdom. So back then, Dinosaur wasn't even called Dinosaur. I think it was called Countdown to Extinction. And I was too chicken mm-hmm. to go on it. Countdown to Extinction is a substantially more terrifying name. It's than substantially dinosaur. more depressing. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's really sad. <laughs> oh, that was that real. does seem like a thing you would have been scared of because you were also afraid of Haunted Mansion when you were a kid. And in fairness, Dinosaur is a startling ride. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I know what's going to happen on it because I've watched it on YouTube, but we had Fast Passes to go last and summer. Down. And it was down. Yeah. Yeah. It was sad. So we have Fast Passes <sighs> again. So excited. And I really want to do this. Yes. 20 years later, but finally. better late than ever. <laughs> finally. finally. <laughs> so another thing that we plan to try is the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Yes. Yes. We tried the Pirates Adventure last time. Yes. And we liked that. We did. That was really fun, actually. Yeah, it was a lot cuter and more fun than I thought it would be, actually. So. <laughs> I thought the in-park special effects were pretty cool, and yeah. I'm really excited to get to try the Sorcerers. We're also going to try a new tour this time. We're doing the Behind the Seeds tour at Epcot. Yeah, that's going to be really fun. We love those tours. We love tours at Disney. Yeah, we've done Keys to the Kingdom, mm-hmm. and we've done Marceline to Magic Kingdom. Yes. And both of those were really cool and informative. They were. And behind the seats tour, not only is it obviously at Epcot, so that's already a different setting, uh, it's also just kind of a shift. It's a move away, I think, from the history and the Walt side of things, and maybe more of a move towards just some of the cool stuff Disney is doing now. Yeah. Yeah. And I also am excited because it's gotten some very strong reviews. Yeah. I think in a perfect world, I would have really wanted to do the Destinations Discovered, but it just didn't work out this time around with which days we were going to be at Epcot. Yeah. And I think one day I also have on my wish list the Animal Trek. Yeah, like the safari sort of one. Yeah, or, Animal yeah. Kingdom. That would be really fun. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. That we does, just got to yeah. save up for that one. I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to say that one looks really cool, but also very expensive. So We have a new restaurant we'll be trying this time. We do. We have a nice reservation for La Cellier. Yes. Another thing with strong reviews uh, the steakhouse in the Canada Pavilion. Yeah. And of course, you don't eat red meat. I don't, but they have a whole bunch of... Canadian and French food items that I'm really excited for. The cheddar cheese soup. The cheddar cheese soup. Um, I thought you might like the gnocchi. Yeah, I do love gnocchi. Mm -hmm. So there's some good options there. I'm excited for that. I have big plans for a filet mignon. You should. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I want to go all out with the steak there. We're on vacation. (laughs) Uh, And then two other things we're going to be trying for the first time are more... I think just kind of like niche things. One that we've n- never done because I just kind of missed that yeah. boat as a child. And one we haven't done because it's kind of a new thing. So mm-hmm. as a shocker to approximately no one, we will be trying to hit up all of the famous Disney walls. <gasps> what? I know. Uh, a new Instagram trend. What a millennial the, thing to I do. I know, right? I am pretty excited, though. They have some good walls. I know. We want to go to the toothpaste wall, the bubblegum wall, the purple wall. The purple wall, of duh. course. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple the other ones. Blueberry wall. Yeah, the, uh-huh. uh, or it's just blue, maybe. There's um, a You Are Beautiful wall. Yes. There's one in uh, Animal Kingdom at the Trading Post, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's this, a couple. This yeah. should be a fun little game for us to find cool wall- walls to pose in front of. And we have 
the newer iPhones, so they take some really nice portrait photos. They do. I know. Probably ah, better so with, the, you know, like when it can focus on the front thing and kind of blur out the background. It does that better than my point and shoot, so I'm excited does. to, to use know. that. Your point and shoot from 15 years ago? Yes. Hey, hey, that's <laughs> top of the line 15 years ago. And then the other thing. Yes, pin trading. Pin trading. We've uh, never done it before. We haven't done that. We kind of bought a handful of pins yes. on our honeymoon trip just because they're cute. Yeah, we liked them. But they weren't, we didn't want to trade them. We liked them. And <laughs> it felt like now it feels like an opportunity to try something we've never done. It does, which is really exciting. I know. So we went and we bought a whole bunch of, like one of those big lots or whatever of them on yes. eBay. And I know they're all scrappers and they're they're not the highest quality pins sure. and they're mistake pins. And that's fine. I'm not doing it because I need super high quality pins. I'm doing it because I think it'll be a fun opportunity. Yeah. To talk with cast members. Maybe find a couple of cute pins we really enjoy and... And maybe even get a chance to interact with some kids. Because I do know that kids certainly do the pin trading. And I feel very comfortable interacting with kids being an elementary school counselor. So it could just be a fun chance to bond with other people in the park. And certainly adults too. Yeah. I agree. I'm excited for that. It's It'll be something that we've never done before. I think an opportunity to get some really cool souvenirs. Last year we did the penny, penny pressing. And that was sort of like a different experience for us because we went hunting for all of our penny press it was so much fun it really was fun and then you turned those pressed pennies into a really cute wall piece of wall art for our living room yes we arranged them into a mickey shape yeah and yeah of course it's beautiful we get a lot of compliments on it rachel's very talented (laughs) it was hard to find really pretty pennies to use though i know we like like, got really serious an unusual challenge i know (laughs) my dad's a banker and so i was i asked him for a bunch of rolls of coins and we sat through and picked out the nice ones and i know there's ways to clean them but we did this like the night before we left i know it was a lot of work i know right (laughs) we did not have time for this so okay here's what i want to know speaking of pin trading what are a couple of kinds of pins you think you'll be on the hunt for? Ooh. Well, I would say my favorite IPs jump to mind right away, like Pocahontas or, I mean, Elsa's everywhere. Pocahontas probably because she's represented nowhere, it feels like. Um, yeah. Or some of the other, you know, queer icons, Merida, Mulan. Elsa. Elsa. Or. Ursula. Ursula. Yeah, any villain really um also i think figment because i keep being worried that he's gonna leave and i love figment no, so they won't get rid of him i, I think know. he's become the mascot for epcot i would be on the search for figment so you kind of stole mm. my answer there i also really find myself gravitated towards any of the pins that are in the shape of mickey's head Oh, yeah, you do love those. I, I the, really like, like those. Like the ears outline. You can fill it in with whatever you want. I just want the the shape of the Mickey uh-huh. ears. And, of course, I have a tattoo like that, too. So, obviously, yeah. it's it's the shape I really appreciate. That's cute. Yeah. I also think the pins, I found a couple of them. They look like the mini pop vinyls. Ooh. Of, they're, they're called Vinylmations, and they used to sell them a lot more than I think they do now in the parks. Okay. But... They come in the shape of a Mickey, and then they design them to look like different characters within that shape. Oh, yes. yes. And they have some pins like that, and I think that they're really cool. So I would love to find some of those if I could. That would be really cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think, um, I mean, as legend has it, what you've told me is that the cast members will have some that are just for trading or just for 
you know, like they're sort of like special cool ones. And so I think any of those I would be interested to see too. Oh yeah. We learned about that on the tour. Mm -hmm. They took us into the, on the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. On the keys to the kingdom tour. They took us into the, uh, utilidors and told us about some of the cool pins that they'll bring up. And if you catch them at the right time, you can, you can trade for them. So certainly that would be something I'd look forward to as well. Oh, and then the other kind of pin I would always want to look for are anything to do with attractions. Those are always my yeah. favorite. One of my favorite pins I actually just bought off of eBay because I wanted it was it looked like the old paper fast passes and it was for Space Mountain. Ooh. That kind of like niche only in Disney World sort yeah. of thing that like, or Disneyland, but anything that marks specifically that this is related to the theme parks. Yeah. I love that. I think Splash Mountain, because that was sort of our, our last trip that kind of became our new fan favorite, and we hadn't loved it before. I'd never done it before. I know, because you were, when you were a child, you were too high maintenance and wouldn't get wet. Uh, and... <laughs> I would cry if my regular human clothes got wet. <laughs> That's adorable. And um, they don't have, like, a very big uh, kind of, like, souvenir section. Also, it's kind of, like, all western themed which isn't usually my jam and so like buying a shirt from there isn't exactly what I would want but a pin I think that would be a good commemoration of our honeymoon trip and falling in love with that ride I like the image of anything going down the log yeah flume into the briar patch yeah those yes. are cool and they definitely have pins like that so we should be on the lookout for those we should okay so now I have two specific questions for you yes and one of them is, which attraction are you most looking forward to on our next trip? What's the number? I'll let you pick two if you need to. Maybe three. But definitely pick your top favorite rides you're most looking forward to. Well, att attraction, Flight of Passage, because I haven't gotten to do that one yet. Yes, and guess who got Fast Passes? I know. Um, so that one is the one that jumps jumps to the front for me. Is like the thing I'm most excited for. Good. Good mm -hmm. answer. The thing I am most looking forward to, is it a cop-out if I say also Flight of Passage with you to see it through yes. your lens? <laughs> it's cheating. I think it is the thing. Well, the other thing I always look forward to most is I never feel like I am more in Disney than when I ride Space Mountain. Yeah. I. It just is so every bit of nostalgia, but also peace. And I know it's supposed to be a thrilling ride, but it just makes my heart feel so calm and content Aww. and I just want to live on that ride forever even though it's so it's the shortest one yeah I love or I really love Spaceship Earth that's like my yes. favorite ride yes. I can't wait to go on that I'm so I was gonna say that's the other one yes you hit on it that one just makes me so happy that one feels peaceful and delightfully long okay so my next question then is which meal are you most looking forward to on our trip Ooh. But you go first, because I have to think about it for a second. <laughs> I should have thought of an answer, too. I think the meal I am most looking forward to is Ohana. <gasps> I was going to say Ohana, too, which is, it's not a new one for us, which it's is why not. we're so excited. I'm excited because we know we love the food there. We do. They do push you through it really quickly, and it's all you we care to eat. We have a strategy for it this time. <laughs> Tell them to, no, give me a couple more minutes. Yes. Give me a couple more minutes. Also, don't waste your time with 
vegetables because those are just <laughs> those are just empty calories. Don't eat your veggies. <laughs> no, I think they give you salad at the beginning and bread mm-hmm. because those are probably the most cost effective for them and they right. save the proteins for the end. I would say certainly have a little bit of each, but don't feel the need to down both of those because mm-hmm. you're going to fill up on those. And of course, the pasta, which is delicious. But a quick filler. <laughs> it is a quick filler. <laughs> Hold out for the meat. <laughs> right. And. Oh, most importantly. An entire loaf of bread pudding, which comes at the end. It's the best. It is the best. Like the bananas foster. Ugh thing at the end they gave it to us obviously at the end of our first meal because they offer it and we were like no we're too full and then we're like oh okay we'll just try some there's always a little bit of room for dessert i know it came out and i was like oh no no. i need to finish this now because it was so good and then we even tried replicating it at home we looked up the recipe and Mm. made as best of a version as we could at home it's not the same it isn't i mean I'm not a professional chef, but... It was a great effort. It, it was, was like, really okay. good. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was not good. the same. It was not the same. There's no way. So I'm really looking forward to that because there's comfort and familiarity. Yes. But also, it's an undeniably delicious meal. Yes. And I love the kind of family atmosphere that they have at Ohana when we were there the last time they did a children's coconut race, which was super cute. And it's just very, like family oriented and I love that I think it's really cute there so yeah I love the Polynesian resort uh-huh there's so much great food there I think it's a well-themed resort and so we're also going to Kona which is not the meal I'm most looking forward to because actually my honorable mention goes to La Cellier but I wanted to I'm give excited. love to Polynesian because it's a great resort yes mm-hmm. agreed agreed and we're excited for La Cellier yes so excited for La Cellier. I I'm think excited for all of Epcot in I was general. Because <laughs> our plan is to do to spend a lot of time at Epcot, which we love. And so I was super excited to just get to go through and like try different foods and oh, we're gonna revisit live in our the world favorites. Showcase. I know at the World Showcase. You start so. the day with rides in Future World, and mm-hmm. I love Spaceship Earth. It's second to none. Yeah, and I enjoy seeing my little figment, even though that ride is unnerving. <laughs> and I'm excited to do all of that. But World Showcase. We love World Showcase so much for wholesome reasons. I love yes. learning as much as I can just culturally from the pavilions because you would think on the surface that they're not culturally relevant at all and that it's just all completely Americanized but from conversations that I've had with cast members it sounds like the pavilions are made uh, to reflect the culture as much as they can accurately and and some of the pavilions are even made by like governments from the countries they represent Mm mm-hmm which I think is cool. So I love, but the food and the drink. We're so excited. Yeah, and to go yeah. shopping. We can shop like nobody's business, so. I know. So we, we have to try at least one food. Mm-hmm. And, and one uh, beverage. One beverage. Yeah, it doesn't have to be an adult beverage. I'm perfectly yes. content having just some sort of novelty or representing like something that that country's known for, drink from each country. Um, and then a tiny souvenir from each place, too. Yes. Very excited for that. Yeah, last year we got these cute uh, chopsticks and, and sauce dishes. Yes. We also like got our own uh, sake serving set. We did, and it's so cute. Yeah, we had a great time in Japan. Oh, my gosh. And I bought a Charmander hat there, and I love that snapback. <laughs> <laughs> that one is really cute. Yeah, the Japan Pavilion is probably, 
I would, I'm going to call it my favorite, but I have a close second. What is your favorite pavilion? I think the Japan Pavilion. I think they have the coolest store or shopping area. It's huge. It's no contest. Yeah, right. It has the best. And it's got so many adorable things. And it's not even, they've got like, you know, cute like Pokemon stuff, but they've also got like lunch boxes and like just all sorts of adorable things there. And so I am really excited for Japan. But Mexico is really up there. That was my honorable mention. I I was like, honorable mention has to go to Mexico. Yeah, because I, the three. Habaneros slash habaneros. Yeah, I'm never going to let you live that down. Yeah, I know. And um, the margaritas, and it's just the whole thing is adorable. Cava del Tequila is really cool. Mm-hmm. I also just appreciate going inside the inside the pavilion, the fact that it always looks like it's sunset, and it, it looks does. like it's outside, but it's inside, and like it's so cool. That is yeah. immersive in a really cool way. Yeah, it's as immersive. I think that's probably the most immersive one. Many people say that it is, yeah, Mm -hmm. and I would agree with that. Yeah. Gotta love the Mexico Pavilion. I do, yes. Okay, so the meal that we're most looking forward to is Ohana, but honorable mention goes in general to all of World Showcase. (laughs) To all of World Showcase, yes. Let's move on to the topic I've really been looking forward to for a while. I want to talk about our favorite Disney World smells. And a little bit of background to this. About a year ago, I discovered that there are Etsy mm-hmm. uh, companies, small businesses, shops, shops yeah. that sell candles and wax melts that smell like things at Disney. Uh-huh. And this should, I'm sure there are so many people who are like, well, duh, of course yeah, of that course exists. That is no secret. But I found it and it blew my mind and I went on a kick where I just bought so many. Yes. And I and mostly bought wax melts. every night for bed, we would put it in and we'd be like, what do we want to smell tonight? <laughs> but it got me thinking because we have an entire basket of these wax melts now in our we closet. Do. I got me thinking about what are my absolute and your absolute Ooh. favorite Disney World smells. And I, I'll start out with mine to okay. give you a moment to think. But mine is no secret to anyone who's ever gone to Disney World with me. My favorite smell is the smell you get right as you walk into Spaceship Earth. <gasps> yes. You know what that smell is, though? Rachel ruined it. It's crayons. You can't unsmell it Yeah, now. I know. But it smells amazing. I love it. It smells like crayons. It does smell like crayons. Maybe that's why it's a nostalgic smell. Yeah, between the crayons and me having gone on Spaceship Earth a million times since my childhood. Yeah. Yes. But I do love that smell. And and again, can't unsmell it ever now. (laughs) Rachel kind of ruined it. But I still love it. I I love love it. it. I know. I love... It smells like that big bucket of crayons you had in kindergarten. And that's what I love. And it's overwhelming where it like hits the back of your throat. I love it. I know. (laughs) And a lot of people like the smell of Rome burning that scene. Ooh. I like it for one second. I don't want... And then it's overwhelming. We used... We got a candle melt and it was... Good for... Only when you lifted the lid and sniffed it. As soon as you put it inside the wax melt, you're like, oh, abort mission. That's too much. Oh, it's too much. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's good for the two seconds you can smell it on the ride, and that's it. And that is it. Yeah, but the the wax smell of the Crayola crayons (laughs) when you walk into Spaceship Earth is delightful. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. So what is one of your favorite smells? Ooh, okay. Well, so the Pop Century Lobby, which is where we're going to say that, too. I I love that smell. It's... Is it cotton candy and popcorn or something like that? It's it's supposed to smell circusy, yeah. Yeah, oh, I love it. I think. Well, I haven't been on the Soren ride in a little bit. 
the smells of Soren. They changed the smells when they went from it being California-based to world-based, but both of them are good. Yeah. When it was California-based, it was pine trees and oranges at one point. Oh, I love that, though. Yeah, that citrus. Actually, you can put them together, and they're great. Yeah. When they changed it to the world, they have, like, an earthy smell in one scene. They have Mm. a floral smell in another scene, and then there's a third smell, which is ironically my favorite of the bunch, and I can't remember right now what it is, but it does smell very good. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. You should be. And then, I mean, I think the smells of, like, the confectionery and Main Streets, just like the bakery areas. Yes. The amazing smells that they pipe into the streets. <laughs> that smell beautiful. That artificial smell that yeah, they put through chocolate the Chocolate and marshmallow and, like, warm coffee. And I uh-huh. love it. I love it so much. I do, too. I'm actually glad that you said all of those, because now I know that when we finally burn through the literally hundreds of wax melts yeah. that we now have, because I really, I really did go through a phase. I know, right? <laughs> we, we had quite a collection, yes. <laughs> we know that we have the same ones, because I was also going to say that probably my second favorite smell is the smell of the Pop Century Lobby. And for anyone who hasn't been told that mm-hmm. Disney puts and pumps like these artificial smells through and taking the time to smell it, it is kind of surprising to be Mm -hmm. told it. And then when you go and you're actually in it and you're looking for it, you can't unsmell it. Yeah. I think last, the last time we went, we stayed at Art of Animation and right as we walked in, we smelled citrus. And of course we were in our, in our kick of noticing smells and so we pointed uh-huh. out right away and then every time you would smell it but it smelled so great that I really liked the art of animation yeah. smell and we got a wax melt that matched we it we did I do love that the I love that smell but the one I like even citrus. better is mm-hmm. that circusy smell yes. from pop century and I cannot wait to go back into that mm-hmm. lobby and just be overwhelmed with that smell they also have you know unique smells at the wilderness lodge and at the Polynesian and at the contemporary Mm-hmm. And those are all cool. They um, are cool. But they're not quite as yeah. playful. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think of, like, the contemporary, to me, sort of smelled like... It's like an a, aloe smell. Yeah, I was going to say, almost, like, nature or, like, clean and fresh, which is great. That's what they're going for. And beautiful, but not quite as fun. It's a more serious, adult, sophisticated <laughs> smell. It's a very calm, <laughs> peaceful scent. You know, we stay at the value resorts like Art of Animation and Pop Century because... Not only is obviously the price unbeatable, but I think I sincerely like that over-the-top theming, that kiddishness, because for me, that's exactly what Disney is. It's a chance to relive some of my favorite parts of my childhood and to be a kid again. So I love the smells that mm-hmm. match so much of that. And and also, on the flip side, I love the smell of the coffee Yes, that you get near the bakery. Ah, I love it. That is such a... Love it. That coffee bean smell. Yes. Mm, choice. It is perfect. I'm so excited. Uh, another one of my favorite smells is when you know when you're on uh, Stitch's Great Escape and they he burps corn dog in your. I'm totally oh, the chili kidding. Dog? I'm, I'm say, totally Ew. kidding. <laughs> Wait, what is what is the smell from? Oh, the skunk from Figment. The <sighs> yuck. Gosh, I know. I, can't. I remember the first time I rode that newer version of the ride. I was like what? What? I and hate I, it. I remember it because it's it's. It's the slot machine, and it's spinning, and you don't know what smell you're going to get. It quickly becomes apparent you're going to get a skunk. And I was like, maybe next time it'll be the rose, or maybe next time it'll be vanilla. And I, nope, 
No, it's literally it's always, always the skunk. I thought maybe it was you get luck of the draw. No. no. Why would you do that? I don't know. That's a great way to ruin a ride. You know what has been kind of the kiss of death for a lot of those attractions? <gasps> is the gross smell. The gross odors. People don't want it. Shocker. Yeah, amazingly, people don't want to smell gross things when they're having fun, so... Call me old-fashioned. Another th- smell that I did not realize was there, it actually worked in reverse. I didn't notice it until we got the wax melts first and then went back on the ride. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this smells like the wax melts. Is it the pirate's water? The pirate's water. I know, water. I was going to say, I'm so excited for that. I've gone on Pirates of the Caribbean at least 50 times in my right. life. And I had never Notice noticed smell. that mm. smell. We bought the wax melts. We used it. I was like, I don't know that this smells like pirate's water because it doesn't uh-huh. remind me of anything. But then when we went on Pirates again mm-hmm. last summer, as soon as it... It wasn't the entire ride. It's it was the moment that you drop down, splash. you splash, and then you're between the two boats that are fighting with cannonballs. It's that scene mm-hmm. that smells exactly like those wax melts. Yes. Because I, I all of a sudden yelled on the ride, like, oh my God, it wax. smells like the wax. <laughs> That's funny. It worked in reverse for me. It did. But that was the only wax melt that did that. Mm-hmm. That worked specifically in reverse. Yes. Where all of a sudden I was reminded. <gasps> you know what? I just thought of another one. Yeah. Well, I think desserts in general, but two are jumping out to me. The churro. Churros. Churros. And we already talked about it, but the uh, Ohana bread pudding. Yes. Yes. We have a that candle actually right great. behind us that is of the Ohana bread pudding. Oh, I love that Ohana bread pudding. What an excellent choice. <laughs> There's so many great smells around the theme park. You're actually going to enjoy, when we go on Flight of Passage, there there are definitely some smell elements that they include, and they are very nice. Good. It's all There's no positive. chili dogs or chili dog burps. <laughs> There's or... no farts. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, unless the people around you are <laughs> quite odiferous yeah, right. or fine. I can't control what everyone else is doing, but... Yeah. Yeah. So those are, I think, some of our favorite smells. Yes. From around the Disney parks. I would love to hear if any of our listeners have a favorite smell. Yeah. It's something that people really like to bond over because psychologically it's so triggering of memories. Mm -hmm. I still, every now and then when the wind blows a certain way, we'll get that smell, and we live in Wisconsin, that reminds me of Florida beaches mm. and visiting my grandparents down there when they snowbirded to, like, southern Florida. And I love that smell. And it, it every time reminds me of those trips. And so if there are any smells for you at Disney World that really just shake some of those memories for you, I, I want to hear them. So yeah. please reach out to us and let us know. Well, Rach, it has been a joy chatting with you on our show today. How excited are you now for our upcoming trip? I just got like 10 times more excited. I know. Is that even possible? (laughs) I cannot wait. Yes. Anyway, I want to thank all of our listeners for your enthusiasm, topic suggestions, and of course, support. We love hearing from you. If you enjoyed today's show, please remember to subscribe on iTunes as well as rate and review us. Many of you will be excited to learn that we have again expanded and are now available on Google Podcasts. Our other streaming services also include Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. And as always, you can of course bookmark us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash TMS podcast. 
This has been Peg and Rachel Zisman for those Magic Sparks podcast. Don't forget, kindness is cool. So make good choices and have a magical day, everybody.